everybody, my name is Metal Music Man. I'm Professor Lex. And this is episode 52 of the Metal yes. and Lex podcast. Congratulations. After you finish this, you will have listened to us talk for a full year. A I'm year so sorry. Of and have mercy on your soul. Alex, yeah, we're, we're I thought you were a madman when you tried to when you tried to say we should do a podcast and then and wasn't then, it you didn't well, you have that <laughs> yes okay all right let me let me rephrase that okay so i i probably had the idea but you probably said something like sure oh, yeah that sounds like a good idea or, <laughs> you, yeah you, you probably said something like that is a good idea i you you probably vaguely encouraged me enough to want to do it and for that i will hate you forever forever um, and ever but here we are, uh, finishing up. This the, isn't, the final this isn't our anniversary. This is the this is the last one. This is the last one the before, and then the next one is our our official actual anniversary. But man, that's crazy. So anyway, content. I hope you guys have been enjoying all of the oh, yeah. content. Rather than just the oh oh, I see. You're you're talking about the content over the past year. I thought that you were talking about our sort of self congratulatory, masturbatory. Well, they can enjoy uh, that too. Right the, the nice thing about this is, the, is that that is also the content. Is content. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, unintentionally, whether they you, meant it or not, that's what they're paying for. You've been listening to me for. talk about my penis for 52 episodes and sometimes fighting games. <laughs> Congratulations, kids. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm, yeah, I'm drinking some tea today. I just spent the better part of, like, three hours updating uh, Ultimate for UltimateFrameData.com. Uh, the number one uh, where source. Where the frames go. The one, number one source for Super Smash Brothers Frame Data or something. Uh, this Dude, isn't your grandma's frame data. Burr, burr. What'd you say? <laughs> this isn't your grandma's frame data. As, do you have a, a silly tagline? Is there like if if I hover over the uh, the, the it's bar, just, does it yeah, say? Yeah, it's um, mobile friendly frame data. Is what I. But, oh, no, no I actually that. I actually removed that though. So I do I use that tag when I like talk about it, um, and I think it's on Twitter. But I removed it from the bar just for simplicity's sake. Oh, okay. I hate I hate really long title bars like when you bookmark something and it's mm-hmm. got like 50 and i know that and it runs off the page it's yeah. better for seo for lots of stupid reasons oh I'm sure like, i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck i don't want to mess with that shit um anyway uh so yeah i've been working on that so pyra and mithra came out um for the smash brothers uh ultimate for the switch and um man so okay hang on let me give a brief overview just in case people don't know so pyra and mithra are from some stupid game xenoblade hey 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 yeah whatever some beloved uh some uh, dumb fucking jrpg JRPG. yeah called fucking xenoblade chronicles those games are too open world for me i haven't actually been i've started xenoblade chronicles the first one like two or three times and i walk into town and like 30 different people ask me to do something and i go ah and i just turn it off (laughs) You just crumble into a ball and get scared. Like I am gonna I, make you I play know Skyrim. My character's name. I'm gonna make you play Oblivion. <laughs> Probably not. I'm, no, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, man. Oblivion would be so much fun. Um. Anyway, uh. So yeah, some dumb fucking game called Xenoblade Chronicles that I guess people like enough for them to have put these characters into the game. And uh, I don't know, they're anime sword waifu characters, uh, which are like swordies are like the shodos of Smash, and 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 so in. In normal fighting games like Street Fighter, everyone's like, oh, they put another Shoto. So the Shoto is Ryu, Ken, Akuma. Your basic you know, building all, block, fundamental character yeah, the fundamental, upon which the, the funda- rest of the game is phrased. Yeah, the fundamental character design. So that's basically like sorties are like, uh, they're well, they're not the, but they're the closest thing and the most used uh, fundamental design for Smash. So anyway, uh, I think sure. they look pretty cool. I haven't touched them yet. I haven't played them at Same. all. Same. Um, I, I, I got word from Jim that my uh, my Switch did update. 
Nice, so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to uh, get some practice in either today or tomorrow and actually test them out and see. But they look pretty cool. But yeah, I got all the uh, Ultimate Frame Data pages updated for, at uh, at the website, ultimateframedata.com. And uh, that took a couple hours. And uh, I guess the reason I'm bringing just this up. Yeah, just a couple. wasn't too bad. I mean, Zap Brandinglin makes it pretty easy. He's got his um, Excel spreadsheet, which... I usually get, so like my workflow is typically like I'll get the preliminary data from Zap Brandeglin because he does everything by hand and he's like really fast and he's the shit. Um, that guy's awesome. He's on Smashboards. He doesn't have like any social media. So you have to like go to Smashboards to talk to him. Weird. Like it's like, you yeah, have to like actually it, find him. Do you like, like DM him? Five or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has like a thread. You can DM him. So I always make a point to go in there and like into his thread and remind him that he's awesome. So that guy's cool. So I usually get all that. And then usually Zeke Myro, who's like the hitbox god um the ceo of hitboxes yeah so he had um he had like early on i used to use a bunch of different people's hitboxes a lot of people did them and then he had um like a friend who dm'd me and was like hey man zeke makes good hitboxes but i don't think he's gonna like talk to you you should message you're too big any like any like and i was like oh okay whatever um but yeah i really like his hitboxes he's really uh zeke is like the only person on earth who's more anal retentive than i am um (laughs) like when i talk to him i feel like um you have like you have Relaxed. a friend do you have a friend where your relationship with that friend is just to like tell them that they fucking need to clean their shit up do you, do you have a friend like that or do you just not have ever to have clean their sh- no yeah, I, i'm you afraid i'm you're I'm never the guy who okay needs to clean so their shit i, up, I yeah. am a lot of people's like <laughs> kick in the ass friend right like that's kind of like my most <laughs> useful function like some people you have your friends that you go to when you like want a hug you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm not really, I mean, I give pretty good hugs. Don't get me wrong. But like at the end of the day, my best function is to kick you in the ass. Like you're like, hey, Will, I need someone to punch me right in the asshole. And I'm like, here you go, motherfucker. That's the function I serve best. So when I talk to Zeke, I feel like, I feel like the opposite end of that relation, of that relationship. He's kicking and, you and in I'm, the ass. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and it's so foreign to me. Like he'll say shit. Sometimes he'll be like, like today, he's like, ah, you fucking didn't update Wario's up tilt. And I'm like, I could swear I uploaded that last night. He's like, well, you fucking didn't. I'm just like, God damn it. Damn, like, dude. I'm never, like, I'm never on that side of the oh, fence. Oh, shit, let me go get to yeah, my computer. It's so, 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 it's so, like, it's so weird to have, like, that relationship with somebody be inverted for me. But anyway, so usually I get, I get most of the stuff um, data-wise from those two guys. And then, obviously, there's stuff from, like, Meshma and Ruben and <clears throat> character discord. So it's like I got to go and kind of grab up all that information so yeah first pass right now where we're at with pyra and mithra with the new characters is i've got um their their preliminary uh zap branding and frame data and then i'll kind of update from what people in the community uh say is like this is you know less or more accurate and should be this way and da 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 and then we'll get hitboxes but but yeah so that takes um it takes a little while to do i also did a lot of other updates so it wasn't just like those two took a couple hours this morning i also was going through so like zap because um because he's really quick is really good for like the new characters. And then Zeke is like super, super thorough. So Zeke mm. will send me like, he'll go through the patch notes and like, he'll have like- Investigate every- Yeah, he'll have like each one because he's got um, like all the active frame updates, which kind of tells you like how the frame data changes and then he'll update his images. Um, so I was doing that for, God, I don't know, several characters. If you look at um, actually on the website, um, if you go to UFD, um, this is one of the most like detailed change logs I've ever done. Cause normally, normally my change, normally my change log is literally like updated. These characters fucking blow me. I'm not telling you what I did. I just, just (laughs) know, just know that they've been updated. And like, so I was like, ah, maybe I'll try and like actually do a change log. And like, it's super useful, but like, fuck dude, it is. I don't think people appreciate like how much time some of this shit takes. Like 
And I'm not even the one doing the initial polls, right? So like Zeke spending a lot of time, Zap spending a lot of time, I'm spending a lot of time. It's just really hard and annoying to document like every little thing, you know, like patch notes are kind of a bitch, dude, like to write out. So uh, anyway, that's all good. So that's that's what I've been doing this morning. Um, and hopefully I'll get some time to actually play Pyro and Mithra. I might play some with Hylian yeah, today or tomorrow. But but uh, yeah, they look cool. I think they look like cool characters. Um, they um, they seem to have like a pretty. They're not like such a clone of like Marth, like a lot of the sorties end up being where they're like very similar to Marth with like tweaks. But they're Marth, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they are. I mean, every sortie sort of is Marth, Marth, but no, like no, you no. Said. I mean, but, like it's a it's a nuance. It's a play on Marth, but like even like Shulk is barely a Marth. I mean, yeah, he is, but I, he isn't. I would say yeah. he's almost entirely not. And that, yeah, Shulk is <clears throat> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you, you could argue that I Jeff would, would argue that <laughs> we don't listen to Jeff. We don't listen to Jeff. <laughs> I would put Pyro and Mithra a little closer yeah, to a more standard character than someone like Shulk, who's like super fucking weird. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they look really neat. The thing that I was noticing, which is why I went other than just to jack myself off, as we have said, is, sure, the, sure. is the theme of this podcast for a, a year later. Um, Masturbation will the, stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the main reason I actually did bring that up is because when I was looking at the frame data and doing it this morning, uh. I did Pyra first. So Pyra, they're mm-hmm. like, uh, for those of you who don't know, they're like, uh, they're they're a two-in-one character. So they, one, they're one of Zelda their, Sheik from Melee. Yeah, one of their moves turns them into the other one and vice versa, right? Stance so switch Pyra, character except Smash. Yeah, so Pyra is like the, the, the stronger, slower one. She's and, the heavy. And Mithra yeah. is the like lighter, faster, weaker one. Glass cannon. And so they, they have a slightly different weight. Um, Pyro's like 98, Mithra's like 92, which is pretty light, both of them. Well, 98, mm-hmm. 98's not it's that light. Yeah, 92 is fairly light. I think the lightest... Mid-weight. The lightest in the game's like 70-something, but that's like just Jigglypuff and That's whoever. Jigglypuff, yeah. I think Sephiroth is 80-something or 90-something. Oh, wow. What is Sephiroth? I know he weighs the same as Kirby. He needs to eat something. That that boy is, is all <laughs> skin and bones. Uh, Sephiroth weighs 79, which is the same as Kirby. Wow. Yeah, so, so actually 92 <laughs> is actually... Shit, 92 is actually mid-pack. 92 is the same yeah. as Wolf. So even Mithra is actually midweight. So actually that's mm-hmm. not that's not light at all. Shit, I totally misspoke. Um they're total midweights. Anyway, if I could get to my original point, it's that Pyra being slower and stronger. I did Pyra's frame data first because Pyra is like the core character, I guess, and Mithra is the alt, not that it really matters, but she's like the first one who's introduced. Pyra I'm looking at, I'm like, "All right, this character's frame data is like not that good." It, it's not awful, but it's not it's not great. Like, I think her fastest out of shield option is like 11 frames or 13 frames or something at best. Um, and all of her moves are like, they're not really slow, but they're just not much to write home about. So I'm like, okay, I know Mithra is going to be faster. I, again, I've not played these characters. I did not anticipate how much faster Mithra's moves we're going to be. I'm going to get really boring and talk about frame data and technical. Ooh, some numbers. So it looks like uh, Pyra's best out of shield option is up B at 13 frames out of shield. Well, yeah, which is uh, awful. Mithra, on the other hand, uh, her up smash is nine frames out of shield. Her up B is 10 frames out of shield, which of course yeah, is three and, frames and, faster and than Pyra's. Even but, nine is not that great, but it's like, but like it's it, they're pretty good. <laughs> they're, it's, it's decent. I mean, they're out of shield is not great. It's more like their mm-hmm. total speed, though. Like, so like if you look yeah, at yeah. like. So like Pyro has a three frame jab, Mithra has a two frame jab. That's two where frame I was, jab. That's right. Two frame jab is the fastest jab in the game. But I was like, okay, it's only a frame faster. You know, I was like, all right, whatever. But then if you look at the tilts 
I think it's the uh, tilts. Okay. Yeah. So look up um, here. I'll pull up. Uh, I, I got two tabs pulled. Yeah, up I'm gonna in. do the same here on on UFD on ultimatefreightdata.com. Yeah. So look at like Pyra forward tilt. So Pyra right. forward tilt. Pyra forward tilt is, is twelve frames startup. Twelve frames startup. Thirty-seven total frames. Okay. Minus twelve, or pardon me, minus ten on shield. So okay. Nithra is. Eight frames startup and twenty-five total frames. <laughs> so somehow it's, it's uh, more minus on shield though. Well, it has less hit stun. It has less hit yeah, stun. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why. That makes um, sense. It's, so it's one. It's one less uh, safe on shield. But yeah. So so fucking twelve less total frames and four <laughs> frame faster startup. Like what? And they're all all the tilts are that way. Like up tilt for Mithra, seven frames startup, twenty-six total frames. Pyra, eleven frame startup, thirty-nine. Total frames. That's that, a normal move. That's <laughs> absurd. Like 13 less total frames. Are you kidding me? I don't understand what the, you just had like a weird so, electric buzz come through your mic. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'll try not know. to do it again. I, that was you, the, the you, robot in me. Are you electrocuting your equipment right now? Yeah. Okay. No, it's so, not. <laughs> well, you seem to be. Um, so anyway, yeah, D-Tilt's the same shit, like 20 total frames for D-Tilt for Mithra, five frames startup, and then Pyra is 26 total frames, nine frames startup. So like, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's just crazy to me. And then what was it? I think the other one was, was it Dash Attack? Yeah! Pyra Dash Attack is a 17 frame startup with 52 total frames. Mithra Dash Attack is a nine frame startup with 20 oh, total normal. frames? <laughs> I had to check that like five times. So unless to make sure unless, that <laughs> unless Zap made a typo, that is less in, than half the duration. That is insane. <laughs> that's like some. That's like my favorite frame data fact of all time, which is that there from are Street from Street Fighter Four. There are more yeah. frames in the startup of Seth's Sonic Boom than all of the frames in Guile's Sonic Boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of those facts where you're nope, just like it is like that exactly. You're just like you could, what? <laughs> you could dash attack twice and then some in the time that it would take you to do one dash attack that, from uh, Pyra yeah, or Pyra. That, or I, I haven't played Cineplay too. Insane, dude! Insane. So anyway, um, Pyra has a lot more kill power. But it seems like 90% of the time you're going to be playing Mithra from what I've seen. That's, anyway. that's what I was going to ask. So as far as like practical applications go, we've got two, uh, one character who is two people. One of them is this light, fast, feathery sort of uh, uh, runny, stabby girl. And the other one is the bruiser with the flames on her sword who makes people die. Yeah. Do you think that we will see Mithra mains and Pyra mains? Or do you think that the strategy will be a combination of the two? Because I'm very hopeful I'm, it's that last thing. I'm sure we'll see people who like prefer Mithra or Pyra, but there's no way that's going to be optimal. Um, I talked to Hylian yeah, about this. I mean, he's, he's thinking about maining them, and he said that he thinks Pyra will be necessary because he has a hard time killing with Mithra. Killing, okay. but I don't know if I believe him. Um, well, I don't know well, if I believe him because here's the thing. Here's here's the reason I think it won't. It won't. I'm not saying it'll never be useful. It's not going to be like as bad as like Zelda and Melee. Like I'm not saying that. Like I do sure. agree that Zelda there, sucks. Yeah, there will be use for Pyra, like you know, to find a certain hit and just kill someone. I think, I think there will be use. I don't know that I think it will be necessary because Mithra, just Mithra, not Pyra. Only Mithra has a bats within mechanic. Yes, the it's foresight called foresight. Mechanic. 
And it's it looks not, it's, really stupid. That's within is kind of weird. Foresight is kind of dumb. Yeah, it looks really stupid. <laughs> so, so the way, like, uh, quick overview. That's you, within. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'll just, I'll just yeah, say, I'll just go with foresight probably because okay. uh, we're not explaining two things. But so, um, in Smash, you can spot dodge, roll, or air dodge. So in the air, you can dodge in place or dodge in a direction. On the ground, you can dodge in place or you can roll dodge left or right. Okay. So every character can do that. That's just like a universal thing. And characters have like varying degrees of roll and dodge lengths, durations, invulnerability frames, etc. But the gist of it is that everybody moves out of the way and is invincible for a period of time. And then they become like punishable at the end of it. So you can like punish yes. the end lag of, of them trying to dodge or they can dodge your attack and then punish you depending on the timing. So every character can do this. So for no fucking reason, because Sakurai is stupid, he decides to give two characters... A weird extra thing. And the first time this happened was in Smash 4 with Bayonetta, and that's Bats Within. But we're not going to talk about that. Bats just know Within that is bad. It just makes me angry when well, it happens. Well, it was good in 4. <laughs> oh, okay. I, yeah. Well, so they, There's the explanation, then. Yes. And they nerfed it. <laughs> so this is the same kind of shit. Now, I don't think this is going to be as OP as the Twitterverse seems to think it's going to be, but it is OP. It is OP. Don't get me <laughs> it wrong. Is by, it is by stupid. definition. It should not exist. So basically what happens is if you dodge at a certain time, um, there, like, in addition to having your invulnerable frames, there are certain frames of your dodge that um, uh, activate this foresight. So, if you look at her uh, on ultimatefreebeauty.com, her spot dodge data. Um, so, Mithra gets, uh, let's see, dodges and rolls. It's usually, like, frame two to frame, like, six or frame, like, three to frame nine or something. Looks like most of them are two to, two to five, two to six, two to seven. Yeah. So basically you spot dodge and if you if you do your dodge or your roll or your air dodge if you if you dodge the attack right at the beginning so it's like mm -hmm. it it takes um normally the invulnerability for most dodges like say we compare directly to Pyra okay so Pyra has like a relatively normal spot dodge setup we'll just we'll just look at spot dodge alone just for the sake of simplicity so spot sure. dodge takes 20 and 25 total frames to complete which is fairly universal not everybody has exactly that but it's fairly universal um so to total frames is 25 if you don't like interrupt it and it's invulnerable on frame 3 to 17. so mithra is still invulnerable but her early frames are foresight so frame two to six is foresight and frame seven to 21 is invulnerable but mithra also has a longer total dodge animation for all of her dodges so there is some downside to it the total like the total lag or the total total frames for all of her dodges are, yeah. are are five to like seven frames longer than like a normal dodge would be because of foresight being tacked on at the beginning but foresight's at the beginning of it so basically it's like one frame after you start any dodge one frame after it for about five frames, you can you can foresight. So that's really not hard be because it is at the start, right? That's important. The fact that mm -hmm. foresight's at the beginning and not at the end. At the end, you don't have to, or in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't really have to time it other than to just start it at the time the hit react. hits you. Yeah, and so what it's happens react, is it like I actually don't know exactly how it works. It looks like it like freezes them for a second. The opponent. Yeah, I think it adds additional. I think it effectively adds additional. It adds additional uh, total frames. Recovery. Recovery total frames. frames is right. To to the opponent. So like if you spot dodge like a projectile Ganon forward smash. Oh okay. No no, no let's it could even be a projectile. Like you could spot dodge mm -hmm. like a arrow from Young Link. I got actually A two sent yep. me a, yep. a a video of that. 
you can like spot dodge arrow and then immediately do like a burst movement option while they're stuck and punish them. That's, you can run over and forward smash them. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. So that's to me why I don't think Mithra will really need Pyra. I, I think there will be times when Pyra is useful, but Pyra can't do that. So even though Pyra can kill better, Mithra can basically punish something that otherwise wouldn't be punishable and force the opponent to not even do their moves. Play. Set the controller down. And, yeah. and, and so Mithra to me... If I'm a betting man, this looks like easy top five character, potentially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would say that she has the potential to be a top tier. Uh, I, I will be shocked if she's high tier. If, if Pyra is worse <laughs> than a high tier, I will shit the floor. There's no way. I would say conservative estimate, at, at least from what I'm seeing right now, there's no way she's not top 10. And I would say it's highly likely, especially mm -hmm. after some of the... Um, Palutena nerfs, nerfs mm -hmm. and Wario nerf. I would Wario say it's nerf. extremely likely that she's top five. And I think Pyra is just whatever. Pyra is a fine character. She's probably upper mid or I don't even know. Like she's a fine character, but Mithra is insane. And I can't imagine that there's going to be that much um, hype around like Pyra. Well, there'll be hype around it because it'll be hype to watch. Sure. Like, I can't yeah. imagine there'll be that much usefulness for Pyra's kill power compared to Mithra's apparent ability to control everything but, at all times. But, yeah, well... And, but also, and it's not a that. bad option to turn into Ganondorf. Yeah. If I you wish need to. Bayonetta <laughs> could turn into Ganondorf for yeah. like two seconds at a time. I wish that Bayonetta could invincibly turn into Ganondorf, do a thing, and <laughs> oh, then yeah, turn back into Bayonetta. Excuse me, I forgot. I forgot <laughs> that when you swap between them, yeah, they also, for some fucking reason, get invincibility when they swap. So it's also like a pseudo parry where you have invincibility frames and you need to swap and you can dodge it with it. So to answer so you, your question, you yeah. I don't think there will be mains. And I don't That's think there will be for. people. No, hang on. <laughs> I don't think there will be people who use both either. I think we actually only got one character. Mithra? We, we got Mithra. And sometimes it's useful for Mithra to become Ganondorf, to be Pyro. Yeah. But 90% okay, but... <laughs> of the time, it's going to be Mithra. That's my bet. That's what I. That's about as close to what I was hoping ain't, for as I think I could feasibly get. Ain't nobody get. going in with Pyra except people who hate themselves, like me. Like if I like Pyra, I will yeah. play. I will play Pyra <laughs> if I pick Pyra up tonight or tomorrow, and I play her, and I'm like, "Ooh, Pyra, kind of nice." I will play Pyra. There is. Don't do it, kids. There will be. I am certain. Don't will. I am certain. <laughs> there is no reason to do that. But we'll see. Like I said, I haven't touched them yet, but I've been watching a fair amount of the, the, the Twitterverse videos, and yeah. uh, I just went through all the frame data. So, I mean, I, I feel like I will be shocked if there is much reason to play Pyro. That's that's where I stand anyway. But I think having the option is nice. And I'm... Okay, so, like, in a perfect world, you would use the invincibility that you get from down B, the, the hot swap, uh, to switch back and forth to whoever is best suited for the current situation, which ideally should change mid-match. Uh, I don't think we're going to see that. Uh, that's what I would have liked. I, I think that we'll probably just see you rack up damage with Mithra and then maybe turn into Pyra. Maybe Pyra for kill, maybe not. And yet, yeah, Because you could gimp or whatever. They're not different enough. And that's the, that's the problem with all these dual characters. It's mm -hmm. like, if you make them too different, 
you know like she can zelda like she can zelda then one of them is probably going to suck and it's going to be the slow powerful one because generally just mm-hmm. just fast characters are just better and that's also the problem with mithra is not only is mithra not only is mithra like the shining example of how like fast characters are just going to be better most of the time mm-hmm. like you need if you're going to be a slow character to be good you need to be something like a wario or a bowser where you've got like one or two ridiculously oppressive insta-kill type options and even then you're probably not like wario barely even counts because while he's quote-unquote slow he's like actually surprisingly hyper mobile and Mm -hmm. and is actually hyper safe so like i don't even know that wario counts as slow like he he is Mm -hmm. and he isn't he's such a weird design but for the most part it's like your fast character is always better but then mithra in addition to being the fast character mithra also has fucking foresight which so, is so to, dumb. To me, it seems, so it seems like if anyone was going to have foresight, it should be Pyra. I imagine it's a lore thing. Probably, but like Pyra is like foresight to me strikes me as like, it? yeah, that's something you would think like a slow character. Like you think about like Incineroar's design where he's got like mm-hmm. revenge where like you're rewarded for pre- predicting your opponent appropriately with like big, big damage or a free hit. Right. Like mm-hmm. potentially. So, like, you would think, or I would think, from a balanced standpoint, like, Pyro would be the one that got foresight. But, like, apparently it's Mithra. And so, <laughs> she, she, not only is she going to oppress you all the time and do crazy combos, she also, when she's in, like, disadvantage, can just turn that into basically a parry and hit you for free. Which mm-hmm. is... You do take partial damage. Sure. Like that's within. Sure. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> no one, not me. I was just saying it. <laughs> I just like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> so, That's all. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. I think they look really cool. Mithra is, I think, probably going to be a problem, but we'll see um, how that goes. I still think Joker's going to be the best character. I think while I'm shitting Maybe. on Hylian, like, he was like, oh man, Aha feels so much worse. Because like, Aha got nerfed, and I was like, does mm-hmm. it? And then like, I'm going through the shit today, and it was like, the total frames of Aha when has his side beat a little snap where he shoots yeah. something in the air i think the total frames went from like what is it it's like three yeah it was it was it was 49 total frames and now it's 52 oh Cut no shit that, like, that opens up a whole new world to punish options like, ah, that doesn't make any fucking difference and then the other thing they did for joker which is also irrelevant in my opinion is the, the down beaner the total frames when he it's like I think when it's either I think it's when he misses the downbeat. Yeah, yeah. If you whiff downbeat, which is yeah, his counter. if it doesn't counter, yeah, if it doesn't counter, then mm-hmm. it takes four more frames to recover, which is uh, that's sizable. That actually that that makes some difference. I don't know if it will cripple Joker, but eh. it does make downbeat into a more fair move instead of flatly the best counter in the game. Well, I still hate it though because the problem is that Rebels Guard is still good. I actually think Rebels yeah. Guard is more problematic. <laughs> than Tetrakarn Makarakarn. Because while Tetrakarn Makarakarn is unquestionably the best counter in the game in terms of its ability, because it's it's a reflect and it's a counter, it has the most absurd hitbox, it never misses, like, it's insane. And it recovers it, so fast. It is, it is a temporary <laughs> thing that you only get yeah. when Arson is out. And the, the reason I think Rebel's Guard is more problematic is because Rebel's Guard gives you Arson. Gives you Arson. Which yeah, is which why Tetrakarn Makarakarn is so insane, because when you're not in yeah. it, you can just do that, and that's, like, even better and dumber because it activates your bullshit mode. Joker's still going to be the best character in the game. That character's fucking broke dick. There's no way he's not... Top three. Uh, there's no way he's not the best character. There's no way. Especially, he was. Especially after... 
Palutena nerfs. Like she was, yeah. in, in my opinion, not that close to being number one. Uh, other people disagree. Um, I feel like it's still like Pikachu and Peach. Didn't and they Zero buff Suit. Pichu? They did, but I they're really, they're really, that. they're really minor. He got nerfed okay. hard. He got nerfed hard. Oh, I would delete oh, Pichu from the game. Batch. I would. Delete. I know you would. He got nerfed hard like a I'm year and a half mean. ago. Pichu was top tier for about six months or some shit, and they nerfed okay. the ever loving shit out of him. They like totally poor baby. He's still really good. He's just not. He's like a low top mid tier. or he's a not high two. mid at best. Maybe I don't know. He's he's like a midish. Yeah, he's somewhere in the middle. Okay. Um. But anyway, Joker's still gonna be the best character. I don't think it's even close. Mm-hmm. Um. Other weird buffs, Byleth down smash and Byleth Doesn't down air buff. sooner now? They already <laughs> killed so early. I don't understand yeah, why they... they like 20, now they kill it no like sense. 18. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, But yeah, big, big Palutena nerfs. Um, the biggest one being her grab range is two units mm-hmm. shorter. She had the best grab probably in the game, I would say. Um, the range, unquestionably, relative range to everything else was definitely the best. So two units off, it's uh, that's it's pretty substantial. I mean, I think grab range makes a bigger difference than a lot of things because it's not like if it's a fair that you're reducing the range on, you can space a fair, but it's a lot harder mm-hmm. to like space and you whip around grab, with you the grab because you're on the ground. Especially if you're that close. Yeah. Um, As I've learned from playing Sephiroth, who has just an ass grab yeah, range. Yeah, exactly. But they also made her on shield uh, less safe for uh, fair, which is, I think, a really great change. It was negative three on shield, and now it's negative five. So I think that's really good. And then mm. they also nerfed Zero Suit Samus Nair, which is, this is another one of these nerfs that, like, it, hats off to Vessel, Vessel O on Twitter for not being a weird sensationalist Riri like most Zero Suit Samus players. He's like, oh, yeah, my Nair went from negative two to negative four. He's like, oh, yeah, I can deal with that. It's like, okay. yeah, imagine having a negative two aerial and being pissed that it goes all the way down to negative four, which is still completely safe Double. and unpunishable against yeah. 90% of the characters or better in the game. And Nair fucking true combos into down B and will kill anyone at like zero if you get that combo at the ledge. Like that, Zero, mm-hmm. zero Suit is the most underrated character, I think, in the entire game. She's top five. She is almost certainly top five now. I don't know if I was certain she was top five before, but mm-hmm. she was definitely top 10 at worst and oh, yeah. potentially top five. So yeah, Zero Suit is nuts. Um, and I think she's a lot easier than some of the other top tiers is the other thing i don't think she's especially easy to play but zero suit is easier than say like peach for sure to play mm-hmm. um definitely i think definitely easier than joker um i uh, yeah i think zero suit is is a similar character design to wario actually where you're this like really annoyingly mobile character that has really safe bullshit that can't be punished ever and so they basically chase you down and if you get the right hit, you combo it into your dumb bullshit and kill them and they die. And if you don't get the hit, you just keep moving around. Like, they're they're very similar, um, similar but different characters. Because, like, Wario is, like, this mm. fat piece of shit with lots of active hitboxes. He's really floaty. But, like, at the end of the day, move into move into fart or move into down B, like, as Zero Suit. Like, they're actually pretty similar endgame. Um, but anyway, those are all yeah, of the, the patch notes and things. So I don't know. If, well, sorry, Ganon up B2, I forgot. Yeah. Which oh, is yeah, the, the Rock Croc. Apparently, it's a lot harder to Rock Croc Ganon now. I haven't played with it yet, but it looks like it's definitely really good for offense because, like, if you up B someone offensively, you recover, like, I think it's literally 25 frames faster. Wow. 26 uh, frames. 26 frames faster. 27? Yeah, math. 27 frames. That's insane. So almost 30 frames faster recovery. But that, for I. Those- 
I think will help too if you use it defensively. Go ahead. Uh, for those of you following along at home, because I've had to have uh, Rock Croc explained to me 20 times, mm. um, if Ganondorf is recovering, he uses his up B usually. And his up B launches him upwards, and then it's a, a grab. And if he grabs you, you fly away, and then he can still continue to sort of move, right? Um, the problem was, if Will is recovering with his up B, and I'm trying to edge guard him with Yoshi, if he hits me with the up B, I'll bounce into the stage. And if I bounce into the stage, I'm allowed to tech. If I tech, I can punish him. So he would have been right to have caught me with the up B. He outsmarted me. Uh, he outplayed me. He did the spacing and everything right. But because I pressed L at the right time, I get to kick him in the teeth. And, and I died. die. Yeah, <laughs> and, he was and right. For me personally, <laughs> the bigger issue is that it does force me to grab. I still wish they would allow me to like hold B or something to not to grab. just ignore it. Yeah, because because he has the attack at the end. Ganondorf has like the end yeah. of it. He does the punch. I want to be able to like press a button and only do that punch so that I don't even have to Little grab. Fingertip. So yeah. yeah, some people are swearing that he's unrock crockable. I've seen several videos of people still rock crocking. It looks like it's just a lot harder, which is why I'm Harder's not better. It's better, but I'm I'm not I'm not hyped about it. Like a lot of people have been DMing the shit out of me, like on all media, like every, like Discord, and everyone's like, "Well, Music Man Ganon isn't rock crackable." Mm, I don't believe you, children. I think he's rock crackable. So yeah, I mean, I got a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, Highland was like writing a book. I was tweeting about that and giving him shit. He was like doing a bunch of like frame by frame analysis and all that, and it's like. I don't know if I think that has covered every situation. So there's a lot of situations he was looking at where like if you wall tech, um, I guess you can like wall tech cancel into a jumper or an aerial, which is really interesting. And I didn't know. Um, and if you do that, it's like he has enough frames to hit me. But it was like the sword was like going through my legs. It was like interpolation or something. So I feel like there mm -hmm. are going to be some moves where that doesn't happen. And then I also feel like there's going to be moves where even if technically Ganon recovers before the other person, I feel like there's going to be moves where like my moves are still slower. Like even if I recover sooner, they'll probably be able to still do like another move or I'll still be in a bad spot. I think it's going to be a really big improvement. I'm not saying it won't be. I just feel like given a little bit of time, somebody's going to realize as long as you can tech that fucking ledge, Pretty much. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's going to be some shit. So I've seen some videos, though, where somebody texts the ledge and then the Ganon like jumps and hits them. So I mm -hmm. think I think it'll be the best case scenario would be if the way you can rock crack punish still is like really obscure to the point where people don't want to lab it or they mm -hmm. don't know because it is obscure. And if mm -hmm. it's good enough that like you are more likely to lose to Ganon by rock crack teching than vice versa. I think that will be enough to help a lot. And so I hope, I hope that is the case and that it will discourage that More interaction play. because it's yeah. a stupid interaction. It's just a yes. really stupid. Awful. I shouldn't, I shouldn't kill you for you being right. Yeah, it was the dumbest thing ever. So yeah. I, I think it will help a lot. I don't know that I am faithful that it will remove the issue, sure. but we'll see. I got to play game just came out. Uh, patch just came out rather. So yeah. Yeah. Ultimate frame data just updated. Just updated. Just found out. Yeah. Um, so did you want to talk about some Skullgirls stuff? Is that yeah, on, yeah. on your docket? Yeah, so uh, Skullgirls, great game, great experience, whatever. Uh, the important thing is uh, Annie is in beta now. Uh, and anyone who's got Skullgirls, anyone who's purchased the game can play, well, at least on PC, uh, can pop on over to the options and switch over to the beta mode. 
Um, so Annie's there. Uh, she's great. Um, I've talked to the, the St. Louis, uh, discord. They're all like, oh yeah, that's exactly what Skullgirls needed was a sort of, uh, anime Shoto and easy to pick up and explain character. Um, so I, that I do sounds think that right she'll to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that she'll be healthy for a lot of people that, that are trying to get into Skullgirls, especially since, uh, because of the success of Skullgirls mobile and the fact that they're going on with another season, there's, <clears> there's a lot more opportunity for people to pick up the game and say, Hey, look, uh, characters who aren't just big titty anime women. Nice. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, not only did Annie come out, uh, they are rebalancing a lot of the game. How uh, big is this balance patch? Because those are always it's I I always scares get the shit out of me. It's Will. terrifying <laughs> too, though. I know. Yeah, depending on the game <laughs> and its current state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, um, let let me give you the rundown. At the end of the most recent patches cycle, there are two or three problems where two of them are things that need to be solved in a bad way. And then one of them needs to be solved in a good way. So Beowulf uh, can cheat the combo system and uh, beat the inter- uh, internet infinite prevention system uh, with his hype mechanic, uh, which gives him access to so much damage and looping vortex style pressure. Uh, it's dumb. Something needs to be done. I don't know what it is. I'm so glad I don't have to be the one to solve it, but something needs to be done about that. Um, that hasn't been touched yet. The other thing is Peacock. Peacock is the zoner. Uh, sort of the... Not Dalston, but like she puts a lot of shit on the screen and then can teleport, which sounds like Dalston the more I talk about it. Uh, <laughs> the problem is, not only is she this wizard zoner character, one of only two zoning characters in the game. If she's up close, it's not a big deal. She's got a, an invincible reversal and good uh, like in-your-face vortex pressure. Yeah. It's it's weird, um, and I don't mind even that she has literally everything. She has everything and damage. Uh, she can kind of beat the infinite prevention system, not in the same way and not as well, uh, but she just does so much damage up front that it doesn't matter. She's, she's a heavy-hitting Dalsum who can also rush down. So Street Fighter V Dalsum? Street Fighter V Dalsum, <laughs> if Street Fighter V Dalsum could zone. Ah, <laughs> as, as no one yes. Street Fighter V can, as we know, yes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, that was part of the things that were, uh, addressed in the most recent beta balance patch. Uh, they've toned down her damage. Uh, they made some of her, uh, options that were meant as zoning, but effective in rushdown a little bit more punishable, which I appreciate. Um, but then, uh, Robo Fortune and Eliza got reworks. Uh, Robo Fortune needed, uh, she's the third problem. She needs to be buffed. Uh, desperately. She doesn't do good damage. She's the other zoner in the game, and zoning just doesn't do a lot of damage. You have to be right for a really long time to get damage in Skullgirls from zoning. And she can't teleport across the screen to suddenly pick up with a vortex. And even if she does, even if she could do that thing, she doesn't have the damage output to justify doing it. Um, that just so, it just makes me angry to think about. Like yeah. I I literally I get like triggered or tilted or whatever you want to say. Like whenever I hear like like oh yeah you can do all the zoning and it just doesn't do any damage and I'm like why? Like I just get flashbacks <laughs> to like like Street Fighter Five Crouch Hard Punch <laughs> or Street Fighter Five Flash Kick is just like it's nothing. It does no fucking damage. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would you ever? Why look would at, anyone like, think that was a good deal? <laughs> especially I feel like the more a game has damage mm-hmm. the the more necessary it it seems to be to me to like to be have, able to keep people at arm's length yeah to, to punish them and make them think about it but a lot of times they just don't do it and it's like 
it's one of the things I appreciate so much when they get it right with like, you know, I mean, yeah. we'll use like Grand Blue as an example. Like Grand Blue has like, I think the best uh, old school, new school combo because you don't get a lot of damage for just crouch hard punching in Grand Blue, but mm-hmm. the crouch hard punch does lead to a very simple air to air or anti-air combo, like two or mm-hmm. three buttons for with most characters that does do a pretty a significant amount of damage. sizable chunk you know yeah. or like someone like bubs who can combo into a super really easily mm-hmm. off of an anti-air so like i think even if your game isn't as simple as a street fighter where you can't just be like well flash kick should do 200 damage unless it's street mm-hmm. fighter 5 and it does one damage or whatever you know like <laughs> like even if your game isn't that simple i feel like there are a lot of very easy routes that you can take to make the zoning or the anti-air game plan deal damage but a lot of devs just look at that and they think Oh, we'll give them a fireball because I don't know what. Because fighting games are supposed to have fireballs, but then it doesn't do any, mm-hmm. it doesn't do any fucking damage. I'm it thinking doesn't of, do anything. I'm thinking like, like, like I guess like Ryu and Marvel or some shit, where you're just like he has like these tools, but they just don't do the things Help. they need to do <laughs> yeah. to be useful. Because and fireballs don't work like that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like why if you like if you're gonna, uh, I, why would you even put it in the game? Why would you even mm-hmm. put it in the game if it's gonna deal no fucking damage to to zone? I don't understand it. Uh, so I don't know that you'll necessarily enjoy the route that they took to fix the problem. Uh, <laughs> you can, it, if you're not playing solo fortune, or uh, if you're not playing solo robo fortune, then you can use assist to augment the damage. Like uh, if you do uh, cilia slide assist with double, uh, you can convert off of like mid screen beams. You can do your your zoning move. Uh, the your assist will pop them up, and then you can take them into the vortex. You can take them for a ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they did is they took her uh, her install super. Uh, she's got a thing where she uh, short circuits and then blows up later. Uh, if you do that now, then you get an air dash. And suddenly you're like one of the better rushdown characters in the game. So it's kind of, it's an interesting nuanced way to do it. I know that it wouldn't make you happy. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of neat that you can say, okay, well, I've spent the bars. I've invested resources into this. Now I can uh, transfer or translate really easily from uh, from zoning into rushdown. I can do the peacock thing where she has everything except it costs me this initial investment. Yeah, so instead of making it directly do it, it's like you convert it into a hit, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of games that have that, and I don't, I don't even really mind that as a character. Sure. But I feel like that shouldn't be the entire required. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if there's a character, like you think about, like we'll go back to Grand Blue, like Lancelot, where like he has like this fireball, and it is like actually kind of good. But the main purpose of it is to do a setup and By convert space. it. Yeah, to me that's fine. But if every single character who had a fireball played that way, you know, and always wanted to yeah. like teleport in and do a 50 50 mix up after every fireball every time that would be bad in my opinion mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. not i mean it is zoning but it's not it's not what we want not, <laughs> it's not it's not zoning what's well, what some people want but it's not like sure it's not it's not uh, i don't know some people want to drive a motorcycle but you can't be like oh i'm gonna make a game about vehicles and then the only thing in it is motorcycles that's not mm-hmm. okay because it's not a game about vehicles it's about motorcycles. So, yeah yeah exa- exactly yeah, yeah exactly exactly so like uh, any, anyway yeah that's it's not awful for like one character but like if every character is that way i'm not a fan yeah uh and then the other thing so like i'm my my best character is either uh pain wheel or eliza uh pain wheel is probably going to get some kind of a nerf which makes me sad because she's not good uh but eliza though uh they decided to rework they gave her a new super. They added a new mechanic. Uh, when she hits people, which one is Eliza on again? 
Eliza is I remember the, Pain Wheel. Uh, uh, Eliza's Egyptian. She's all of her stuff is like her oh, like stand jab is walk like an Egyptian cat lady where her head yeah. comes off for something. No, that's misfortune. Oh shoot. Okay. Yeah. No. She's just uh, she's she looks like a, a lounge singer. She's an evil lounge singer with a skeleton inside. We all have skeletons inside, but hers comes out. Okay. Yeah, that's that's her that's her gimmick is that uh, she it, originally they pitched it that if you hit Eliza, she would bleed on the floor and then she could use the blood to do things. And then they found out that that would crank up their ESRB rating. So okay. they were like, nah, fuck that. Uh, so then they went with um, uh, if you do all of her quarter circle back moves, make a skeleton come out and the spooky, scary skeleton has hyper armor. So you can press whatever buttons you want and they just can't they have to hold it. Uh, but that drains your meter. They got rid of the meter drain, and instead her life or her her health bar drains while her skeleton is out, which makes sense. Um, but when she hits you, blood comes out, which somehow doesn't crank up the ESRB. And then she can collect the blood to get health back. So now there's like a reason to be a skeleton aside from obscure combos and gimmicks. Which is um, interesting, but now it's interesting enough. I mean, you, you, you're sacrificing life, but you're getting life back. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. I feel like it, it is. It's compelling. It's not the character that I've been playing for the past five years. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Big, <laughs> I'm big change. Horrified. Big changes it, it might like be that better. are, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Cause there have been <laughs> I, um, some like that. I, there was um, actually bison in four was that way for me mm-hmm. because the way I played him was very like setup oriented in uh, Street Fighter 4 AE 2012, which is mm-hmm. the one I played Bison the most. He was like a second or third character for me. I used him actually in tournament a fair amount, depending on matchups. And then when Ultra came out, I mean, I was very happy that Delayed Wake, you know, was mm-hmm. added to the game overall. But, that fucks but with for, all for the way I was playing Bison, he became, which is probably better yeah. for Bison, he became a little more neutral focused again, which is probably how he should have been, at least in terms of his Street Fighter 4 design. But I was like, oh, nah. I don't want to do this. I have, no. I have Guile for that, so that's I started playing more Able um, uh, with early Ultra's release, yeah. Dude, but yeah, sometimes they change characters a lot. Me. Yeah. I, I I am not flatly against them because like some characters like Robo Fortune really did did need some kind of a redesign, some kind of a new. This is how they're supposed to be now. Do you think there were but people like, though who felt about Robo Fortune the way you feel about Eliza, or do you think Robo Fortune was just so bad and stupid that everyone no she was bad. everyone everyone universally everyone was like cool good okay. yeah yeah like she there are people who played her. I was actually in the process of picking up Robo Fortune to replace mm-hmm. Beowulf. Uh, there are reasons to play her, but she is bad and she does need help. Um, Eliza is just like a good character that some people like and other people think are good, uh, that she's good. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why she's just getting a redesign. It, it's more in line with how they initially pitched her before they got censored, before censorship changed the way that they were looking Which at is, it. Dude, but, all the censorship is so weird to me. Like the fact that they have no it? problem with a skeleton coming out of someone's body, but then like blood is a problem is super yep. fucking backwards to me. It's the same way with like fucking Whoa. boobs and violence and movies and shit where it's like you can murder all of the people, but God forbid there's one titty on the screen like what i I don't get it you know how uh uh, misfortune you you remember her the cat lady whose head comes off Mm -hmm. uh her i just confused her five seconds ago so yes i i thought she was eliza so i did know who that was i just didn't know the name apparently (laughs) 
in in the storyline, uh, she is in with the mafia, and the mafia uh, she steals the life gem, and the mafia is like, "You shouldn't have done that." And then they cut her to pieces and throw her out. Well, uh, the good news for her is that the life gem kept her from dying, and the bad news is now her head comes off. So, like in in gameplay, she throws her head at you and stuff. She she will take her head off and roll it at you, and now her head is on the screen, and you have to watch where it is because it's gonna zoom on a little blood trail to bite you, right? Huh? Horrifying. Totally okay with the ESRB because she takes her own head off, Not and it doesn't kill her. And she isn't it, dead. Yeah. If she knocked someone else's head off, or if someone else knocked her head off, that would have cranked up the ESRB rating. That's but so, since she's doing it herself, so weird. it's fine. That's so it's totally good. <laughs> arbitrary. I don't know. It's weird. Yep. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I hope the patch turns out well for you. It uh, It is always scary to see him. a big one. I, I, I think I, I usually get kind of hyped for it if I trust the developers or or even if I don't, if the game is just like in a shit place, I'll get kind of hyped for it. But sometimes it's, it's bad good, and dumb. I mean, I, it's I, in a good place, yeah. and I trust the developer, but I just don't want them to change exclusively my characters. Change other people's characters. <laughs> we design Philia. I don't care. Yeah. Stop, stop hurting me. Stop hurting me personally. Yeah. Now, speaking uh, of hurting speak- me personally, yeah, do, do you want to win it too? I was the same transition. <laughs> speaking of hurting Alex personally, let's talk about WandaVision. WandaVision. There's going to okay, be spoilers so- here. The alert, alert, alert. If you have yes. not seen, this is the end of the podcast for you. If you haven't seen WandaVision, we bid you adieu. Thanks for coming. If you have seen WandaVision, we shall now stick spoil, around. Spoil for the, the hot things. Takes. Spoilers coming now. All right, do you, do you want to right. lead or do you want me to on this one? Oh, I would love to. Right, I have never I have never seen a show with such animosity or disdain for its viewership since like BBC Sherlock as WandaVision does for anyone who cared about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What the ever loving fuck so why, was that with why? Quicksilver? You just think that because of Quicksilver or you think that because of other reasons? Okay. We all know as people who live on this earth that Marvel recently acquired Fox. We, we live in a society where Marvel has acquired Fox. We know that we were not allowed to see mutants, which is for a lot of us, our favorite part of the Marvel universe, the comic books. We know that we haven't been allowed to see them for legal reasons because Fox owned them and Marvel didn't. Sure. Marvel owns them now. And they, they set up, they, they come out and they're like, look who it is. Well, 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 it's Quicksilver on screen. Specifically and Quicksilver you know from... It? The X-Men. Yeah. The actor. Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver in the the Fox movies, who was actually like the best part. He, either him or their new Magneto was the best part of the, the Fox uh, X-Men movies. It, they brought him in specifically to be Quicksilver. And everyone was like, holy shit, this is it. The thing is happening. And Marvel was like, hell yeah, it is. Look at him. Look, that's him. He's Quicksilver. Evan Peters. Look, he's got super speed. He talks like Quicksilver. His room looks like Quicksilver's room. It's him, guys. And then we're like, it, is, is that true? And they say, no. Fuck you, idiot. You believed us? You thought we were telling you the truth? You thought that this represented a huge paradigm shift in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Idiot. What were you thinking? I, 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 I think you're giving them too much credit. I don't think, I mean... No. I, I think, I, no, I think you're giving them way too much credit. I literally think they were just like, 
Can we get Quicksilver in here for this part of the story for reasons? Would you're, Why you're, would I, they do it? Why would they cast Evan Peters specifically, except to either? I think I think they just I think they just him. no. I I think you're giving them way too much credit. I'm not saying it didn't no. have that effect on you. I'm not challenging. No, your that's reality. what happened. That's what. Yeah, they yeah. Did. No, I believe that's what <laughs> happened for you. But I think they're way too dumb to even go that far. I think they just were like, oh. We need Quicksilver because, I mean, it's a show about Wanda. We'll have a thing with Quicksilver because Quicksilver is Wanda's brother. And, they could have brought we'll, in we'll the other guy trauma. who played Quicksilver. Yeah, but they, I think they, they don't, I don't think they care about that guy. That guy was Quicksilver for five seconds. He died in like two seconds in Age of Ultron. Nobody well, gives a fuck on. about that actor. And the other guy, he's been playing Quicksilver for multiple movies, except then there we are back on my point. They, I don't think they thought about it. <laughs> I literally don't think that they thought about it. I think, and they don't, they still don't call him a mutant. They still don't. It's just yeah no because then they would have said the M word which yeah, Fox owns it's except just, they own Fox it's just their it's just her brother I think that's all they thought I, I'm not saying it wasn't stupid because it is they should have thought about I'm that. saying it's intentional uh, <laughs> you think it's intentional and they named him yes. Keith Boner or whatever the fuck Jason Boner uh, uh, Ralph James, Boner Ralph Boner yeah the, the whole thing played up for a dick joke fuck you Marvel if you're listening to this podcast fuck you Kevin Feige fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was stupid. Um, it is. That's why you thought it. <laughs> I thought it was stupid and bad. The no, I mean, I, I don't even mean that. I, I I don't. I thought it was stupid and bad that they even brought him in at all. If he was just going to turn out to be like some stupid, irrelevant, Addictive. whatever damn yeah. thing, yeah. Um, but I don't even care about that. If I'm being honest, um, I did think it was dumb and bad, but it was not remotely part of what uh, bothered me about the show. Um, Okay, so let me let me start with the positive. I actually thought the show was really unique, and I yes. couldn't stop thinking, oh my god, I can't believe they've even made this show. Like, I couldn't believe they were allowed to make the show as they mm-hmm. made it. Because it's so I, weird. They, yeah, they nailed sitcom horror, I, which I is not a genre. I can't, yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that anybody signed off on it and okayed it for an IP as big and boring and predictable as the marvel cinematic universe i can't believe that they signed off on doing something that unique and interesting it was like almost as shocking as when guardians of the galaxy 2 was actually a really good movie after the first guardians which was just like a fun fun guardians one it's fun it's just a fun dumb romp with a crappy generic villain and the most generic superhero storyline of all time and the only reason it's any good is because the characters are funny and the way they interact is interesting um and that makes it a c of a movie but guardians 2 against all odds ends up being like very nearly an a plus of a movie with like the way Mm. the narrative plays out and the the themes that it has going it's fantastic so they don't hit that line very much though is what i'm getting at so like i was shocked when there was a similar thing where i was like okay they're doing like a weird interesting different thing with like a marvel storyline they don't often not never but they don't often do that they they often are shitty <laughs> they're and if they're good they're like barely okay like i think about like okay fucking civil war fucking black panther fucking black panther was good no it wasn't it was just not bad and that's how i feel I about know. like civil war that's how i feel about fucking um, civil war is whatever the but, but black panther Good. The fucking Edward Norton Hulk movie that everybody was like so hyped about. And no I'm one like, actually no, saw that. It's not good. <laughs> it, like it's not. It's not a good movie, dude. Like I don't understand why people think that the movies are good when they're just not bad at best most of the time. 
Um, some are good. Don't get me wrong. So like fucking um, Avengers one for its time was very good. I think it aged really poorly because sure. it was just something that had never been done. But I do think mm-hmm. the last two Avengers movies are really solid, especially um, especially like Endgame. Like, but Avengers two is like awful. Age of Ultron is like fucking awful. And like. So- uh- Jen just rewatched that. She says it's not as awful as she remembered it. As I understand, it aged better than the original Avengers did. I'll check it out. I've seen it like twice, but it has just been a watch, number of years. But I, I think, I think, I, <laughs> I think most of the Marvel movies are bad. Is what I'm getting at. And they not only are bad, but they're like super generic. Okay, um, they have like the most generic fucking plot villain setup. Like everybody. Like again, I'm gonna pick on Black Panther. Why do people think Killmonger is a good villain? There's yeah, because he's no, relatable. There's no. He was right. Killmonger was right. No, no, I don't. I just don't agree with the setup of that at all. I really don't. Oh, that's okay. You, you haven't endured. How how old am I? Thirty one years. Uh, 30, 31 years of uh, racial persecution. I'm only half black. What does that have to do uh, with what? I don't. No, I don't. I do not. I dude. I do not get those themes at all. I, you don't. You don't get. I understand uh, why people want that to be the theme of Black Panther. But it like, was the no, it's not. They're just like they're. I no. Okay, I understand I like that was their intended theme. Not to understand it by refusing to acknowledge that part. I acknowledge that they attempted to do that. I think their execution was very poor. I don't. How? I don't feel sympathy for Killmonger for like. Oh, I'm gonna. <sighs> I don't. I don't he, get it. He was man. a victim of just standard garden variety textbook American racism. And then when he turned to his people, his his birthright, uh, when he looked to Africa, they were like, gee, man, I feel like we kind of got to hit the fence here. I don't know. Let's talk to boss man. Uh, J- Chadwick, how's it going? And Chadwick's like, oh, no, so none I, of that Killmonger shit. I'll give you <laughs> I'll give you the setup because I do think the setup was really good where he is. I, I think I think first half Killmonger makes a lot of sense if, if I can retcon that. Like, I do think the setup is pretty good where it's like his dad or uncle or whatever dies and he's trying to, like, you know, help 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 the black folk of America with fucking vibranium, which is I'm sorry. (laughs) You got to give me you got to give me like some amount of how ridiculous their setup is, though, because it's like I understand they're trying to deal with like the very real issues, but then they're like, how are we going to do it? Vibranium. Vibranium solves racism. I just think it's fucking ridiculous. I don't. Whoa. So I think okay. I honestly think people are just so starved, like so starved for like a a black experience to be properly brought up in the Marvel universe that they just wanted Black Panther to be better than it was. I'll give you fucking speaking in, as a black person though. I'll, okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> let me. I'll, I'll give you Spider Verse before we get off that. Spider-verse I will give you Spider Verse yeah, is not, super that's fucking not good. I know, I know, but yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. And that's why my point here is that the Marvel Cinematic Universe specifically does not often do a very good job with any of these threads, in my opinion. Can consider that uh, for a lot of people, there is no way for us to understand what it was or what it what. I'm gonna let the cat out of my room. I'm so bye, sorry. Isaac. Bye forever. Bye, Isaac. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. What an asshole. Sorry, uh, there needed to be some some manner of good or resource that uh, Wakanda had that would give it power or leverage over the world at large. Vibranium is uh, uh, what do we call it? A MacGuffin sort of effect because yeah. it's it's a thing. Absolutely, and there are plenty of real things that Africa could have offered, but that's what they went with because it's a superhero cape shit movie. Uh, 
that that's why vibranium it, it wasn't to solve racism it was never to solve racism it was to prop up wakanda and for uh black panther uh t'challa that that was the the seat of power from which he could observe and uh uh not participate but but look at remotely the rest of the world and killmonger said why don't we just like use that to cure racism and by cure racism i mean kill white people and that's the part where he's a villain you're not supposed to say that last part or do that last part that that's that's why it's interesting and compelling because you you can see why killmonger came to do and and think that yeah, I do. I just don't think the way that that played out was particularly elegant. I, I don't. Did you did you see the part where uh, he said "Hey, Auntie" to to T'Challa's mom? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that line. Okay, just watch that part of Black Panther again. Okay, <laughs> you'll totally it'll click into place. It's it's like so. Killmonger comes in. Killmonger beats the shit out of fucking Black Panther. Easily, mm-hmm. no problem. Super, like, unearned, doesn't make any sense. Then later, the same thing happens again, where they're like, well, now Black Panther's gonna beat up Killmonger. Like, I just don't feel like any of the story beats... I understand what they're trying to set up, and I actually, I, like I said, I will agree with you on the setup, because I kind of forgot the part with his uncle at the beginning and how he gets... Mm-hmm. That actually, I do, like, going th- thinking through this again, I do remember really liking that and really hoping mm-hmm. it would, like, deliver. I just don't think it delivered. I think... If we're comparing like superhero narratives that have to deal with shit like that and like whatever, I think there are way better uh, movies that are not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, specifically um, uh, fucking multiverse, I think is a lot better at dealing uh, with Spider-Verse, you're saying? Yeah, Spider-Verse is a lot better at dealing with that. Like with, you know, bad well, guys. It- Go ahead. Uh, that's because it, it takes a, a hyper zoomed in look. Uh, uh, what's his face? Killmonger was trying to solve racism for all black people everywhere by killing all white people, which is a huge sweeping thing that couldn't possibly happen at, at best. Did he specifically want to kill all white people? I don't even remember that. Well, I just he remember him wanting he power. He didn't say that. He was trying to end the the colonization, uh, the, the effects of colonization. Uh, yeah. That's that's a word for genocide. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Uh, but but in Spider-Verse it zooms in and we're not dealing with black people, we're dealing with this individual, biracial individual. This this one guy who's uh got, you know, black relatives. It it's but don't, don't you think there's don't you think there are some like racism, sexism stuff with that? Like they do that a lot with in Spider-Verse where um Dr. Octopus is a woman and there's like a little line in there that's like Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think I, like I think that. it tries to do a similar thing where it tries to talk about the um, mm-hmm. the overly white standard for a superhero. Yeah, there you go. Thank yeah. you. Um, it, I think Spider Verse tries to kind of tackle some of those same issues by like having Doctor Octopus be a woman, like ha- talking about um, uh, fucking his uncle being the bad guy and some of the like mm-hmm. expectations he has as like role models. Um, his dad mm-hmm. is like strong. I feel, like, I feel like his yeah. dad is like strong, generic black man, but also then, yeah, he's a cop. There's some play there. like, um, mm-hmm. And so like he has like some things where he doesn't like because he thinks his dad is too generic in this way and he looks up to his uncle in these other ways, but then it turns out his dad is maybe a little bit better and his uncle's maybe kind of a piece of shit. And, like, but then also maybe not. Like He still kind of does like his uncle, even though he does ultimately like disagree. He is a piece it, of shit, but also that doesn't mean some, that he wasn't a good role model. Yeah, yeah. like I just think yeah. it handled all of the nuances of those facets like so much better than like Black Panther did. And I feel like people just wanted 
and I don't even think Black Panther was a bad movie. I'm not trying to say it sucked. I I, I thought I just, you said earlier that it was a bad movie. Um. Okay. I think I said it wasn't that good or something. Mm. But maybe I maybe I don't know. I am me. I, I think there are worse Marvel movies than Black Panther. I'm not saying sure, Black Panther is like bottom ones. of the bucket. I don't know mm. if I'd say it's one of the better ones. But but I think most most Marvel movies are not good. So and I would lump Black Panther in with most of them in a category of being not good, in my opinion. Along with and you know what you know what I would lump in fucking Wandavision, trash show. So yeah, thank you for getting us back on track with that. So <laughs> sure, yeah. so so where so where that all relates is I feel like Wandavision both is and isn't that. The first four episodes are wonderfully unique uh, takes. Well, not entirely unique. Legion did it, but better. Uh, they're wonderfully unique takes on the superhero experience, on uh, media, just as uh, uh, yeah, like television as a as a medium of entertainment. Uh, they're doing like really good big things. The mistake that they make is getting into the the bigger mystery, the the conspiracy, trying to explain everything, which they don't do they don't explain i think their mistake the is that they, they bring that up and then don't explain it i yeah. think if, if yeah. so yeah there were a couple episodes after the ones you mentioned where i thought they were building up and i was like okay if thing. this builds yeah. to a good thing and they handle this well i would have mm-hmm. been like super on board unfortunately they did not and it it becomes like just a pointless like and that's also my problem with like session yeah. yeah and i don't know shit about i don't know shit about Captain Marvel. Period. I didn't even know there were two Captain Marvels. Like I, I've never seen. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I and I I've never seen the original Captain Marvel because it's a Marvel movie and I figured it'd be dumb and I didn't care that much. So I just it's watched. Good. I just watched Avengers instead. So I don't really have any hopes or understanding or expectations about like introducing another Captain Marvel. But mm-hmm. why the fuck are her powers from running into the hex? That's I just normal. Is it? I, that's not the problem I have yet. Wanda, in, in Wanda the, does a thing and she creates, basically Wanda creates Captain Marvel in like two seconds because the lady ran through. I mean, there's a lot of dumb superhero explanations out there. dimensional energies. But I, why I are they know, extra dimensional? Yeah, that, that, it bothers me. Yeah, so, okay. that's the big problem. They should have explained the hex and I feel like that would do a lot to yeah, help you well, with your, your problems with Monica. Or or if they had not, it's also it's also a problem of pacing for me. So if mm-hmm. they had if they had not said the hex was a Wanda thing, if the hex was something mysterious that we didn't get an explanation for, I mm-hmm. might have bought that then, right? But it's like, no, Wanda did it. And it's like, well, Wanda can create all this shit, but it's clearly not real. But then somehow the shit she creates does actually affect this other lady. Reality, yeah. That part yeah. annoys me. That's part A. Part B, and I think this is way more important than part A, is just pacing. I think you can get away with a lot if you string something out enough in terms of suspension of disbelief. But mm. the fact that like this bitch just fucking runs through the thing, she's like, ah, oh, I ran through the I thing. I enjoyed the emotional labor. I feel like the emotional labor was earned. It didn't explain itself in, in a in a sense that made you, you think like they scientific earned, sense. They earned her doing watch, superhero landing when yeah, she does it. Go watch the first Captain Marvel movie and get back to me. Oh, I'm sure it's also bad. Yeah. I, I don't. I have no. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it, it explains the the tie-in, the connection, the emotional labor that Bonica went through. You meet her mom in the Captain Marvel movie. So I'm It'll, aware of that, but okay. Well, I guess I'll have to take your word for it. But I feel like the only quote emotional labor there was was like five seconds of her like running through the field, and it shows like some weird 
double imagery and then it all zooms back it's like she splits into like three things and then she zooms back in and then she's a superhero if i if it i may give wandavision a completely unearned benefit of the doubt uh they are paralleling uh what's her face uh monica's experience with wanda's experience in that they have both undergone this grief that we would understand if we had seen the original Captain Marvel movie and, and seen her mom and understood her place in the, the cinematic universe proper. Uh, they, they're they showing how they both uh, interacted with the death of a loved one, the, that loss, and then how they both, like, it, it makes Monica stronger and it also makes Wanda stronger, but she's coping with it funny by pretending that she's not healthy. Or by pretending that she's healthy and refusing to acknowledge that bad things happened. I guess. I just, I, I don't know. I'd have to see the movie. I guess I'll have to take your word for it. I remain dubious of that That's okay. having any effect on me. because because cool. I feel the same way. Well, I don't, I don't even, it's not even about the mom. I don't care about, I mean, I th- feel like they effectively showed that she had like grief and loss for her mom several times throughout the show. I'm just saying like, I don't feel like, okay, there are shows where that could work tonally. There are movies where that could work tonally. Where like, first spider-man movies which are not good but they're campy right so then it's like oh i got bit Mm -hmm. by a spider i feel like that works because there's like a degree of camp to that and while there is some camp in wandavision it's all very clearly meant to juxtapose and make horrifying the underlying like grief and drama and i i just maybe yeah maybe you're right i don't know i don't feel like that delivered but i feel like it's not even just that character. It's also like Wanda and Agatha is the same kind of interaction where like, I feel like the show is building this cool thing with Wanda and I'm like, Oh, she's like literally building a house of grief and that house of grief becomes like an entire city. And I'm like, that's really cool. And then out of nowhere, they're just like, ah, I'm Agatha. I was a witch a long time ago. And I, stole some people's powers for five seconds and now I'm going to steal yours and you're a witch. And I'm like, wait a minute. She's never been a witch. I mean, she's been the Scarlet Witch, and she's, she's had witch. weird powers, but she's never... Also, your uh, webcam is dead. I don't know if it matters. Um, um, but uh, she she's never had, like, proper witch covenant powers, and I feel like they would have been better to not even talk about that. But they do. And, and then she's like, what? Don't you know about these runes? Haven't you read these books? And I'm just like, this is not enough time. This is what I'm going to with time and suspension of disbelief. There, like, wasn't enough time for that to land in my opinion um and i think that's a thing the show struggles with with a a couple different characters like where they 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 don't spend enough time building up or even marvel in general they don't spend enough time building up a thing like i have the same problem with like the first two thor movies because they're just like ah he's a big guy and he struggles with things because he's a god and you're like i haven't seen anything that makes me accept thor as like this amazing leader I haven't seen mm-hmm. anything that makes me and I feel like the back half of like Black Panther is the same way where like they have like a decent build up but then it's like suddenly Killmonger is like he just he's like he's going to be the king and now he is the king and we have to like I just don't feel like they earn they don't earn their story beats with a lot of their movies and I think WandaVision sadly if I can finally finish my fucking point sadly <laughs> sadly ended up in the same place where it had potential to have good story beats and it just shit them yeah. on the floor would and and that's the thing like at the end of the day like obviously i'm pissed that they lied to me about uh mutants but uh more importantly they did great setup and then they did just a shit uh reveal at the end 
Uh, and to say nothing of Quicksilver, that the, there was no emotional payoff. They were like, damn, isn't it sad that she has to give up her kids? And it's like, yeah. And they're like, good. Keep that thought in mind because the show's over now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why Quicksilver needed to be there other than that they wanted to have more grief strings. That's the, That was, I think, their answer in terms of like what they thought it was going to do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it there was just a lot of stuff that didn't end up needing to be there. I think um, I also have a lot of problems with like that them trying not to be dark, but trying to be dark at the same time. Like the kids did like- should have died a horrible death, but they just put them in this like thing where they go to sleep and everything's fine, and somehow they like write that away like it's okay. I super had a problem with that take. Like, if like I the can, narrative should have been that she had to, like, kill them, and she should have been mm-hmm. even more grief-stricken for having to do that. But that's oh, not but what... then she'd be too sad to be in Multiverse of Madness or whatever. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But that's that's what, yeah. like, uh, my problem was with it. I think the best parts of it were, like, Vision um, arguing with himself. I, I yeah, request the, the, elaboration. The ship of Theseus. was yeah. pretty fucking fantastic. I think that was great. Um but even Vision had a lot of unexplained shit. Like, why did he... Why does Why does Wanda get to make something that is literally just as strong as the real thing? And then, like, somehow... Scarlet Witch. Okay, but then she has trouble with, like, other... Like, I don't know. I, I just don't... Yeah, because she lacks formal training. <sighs> I don't buy That's... the training element either, though. At least not no, but... as it was done in that narrative. But you saw that uh, she didn't have formal training and uh, had practically unlimited power, as much power as Doctor Strange, even. Uh, and what's her face? Uh, uh, Agatha exclusively had formal training and not much of her own in terms of natural inborn talent. And they were able to keep toe to toe for a while until she got outplayed. And, and the only reason why Wanda was able to beat her was because she interpreted and applied some of the the rules that uh, uh, yeah, Agatha explained to her. Putting the dumb runes up because yeah, no, I don't like any of that. It's all awful. But, but you can't really say that they didn't set it up. <laughs> no, I am. I am establish saying, it. No, no. I think you're missing my point. You're hearing part of it, but my point is that I wish they hadn't. That's exactly my point. I don't sure. think they had enough time. I don't think they had enough time to set up these like rules of wizardry. Like they tried to like go a little Harry Potter on us or whatever, and they just didn't have time because that's never been a thing. Like I feel like it would be better if they just never brought it up, and if well, Agatha was just generically hungry for her power or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, but then that loses sight of the original character. The character uh, Mint is a, a mentor character to Scarlet Witch. Did you see Doctor Strange? Yes. Okay, it, it so was they also did bad, establish like most Marvel movies. I didn't like it, but they it did establish really that there's a, a methodology to magic, a science to it. Yeah, in a dumb, bad way that didn't work and was stupid. Yes, but they did. But they did do it. No, they said it. They didn't do oh, it. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> No, they they did. There's a training montage where Doctor Strange learns to be the Doctor Strange. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> they did I'm not, not saying it was it good. Was poorly done. It was bad, like most Marvel things. Um, actually, I think the best thing about Doctor Strange is um, the Don't ret the, cape. <laughs> the it's the retcon they do of Tilda Swinton's character in um, in uh, Endgame. Endgame. Because that character should have been so much cooler and better, like everything in Doctor Strange, because it's another crappy Marvel movie that isn't awful, but isn't good. Um, Instead, it sort of gets fridged. 
And yeah, and then they yeah. actually kind of like retcon some of the way she is and show you how she might have been. And they kind of like use that line about how this isn't how things are supposed to go, which in my opinion has some uh, some writer sass to it. In my opinion, that's on the surface them saying that the character shouldn't have played out that way in real in real life in universe shouldn't have been evil and that she did mess up and she's owning it. But meta mm-hmm. writer sass is like, yeah, that movie did suck. Let's make this character less <laughs> shitty. So I think maybe <laughs> I, oh I'm super convinced of that one but like there's there's just so Marvel I feel like 90% of the time is not good is is what I'm getting at and and sadly WandaVision mm-hmm. ended up being 90% some, it looked like it wasn't going to be for a long time the and first it, four episodes were good sincerely and it, it it ended up being another just not that great I mean I enjoyed it enough to not be mad that I watched it but it was oh, not me yeah, so well, you, you've got your yeah your angry X Men part that I think you can't you can't be saved from. I mean, that's the no, I, yeah. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I didn't have I can, those expectations yeah. or that uh, level of faith in them. I think where you erred is by having any faith in them doing anything good. And they told me that they were clever, and I did the foolish thing and believed yeah. them. And they're like, here's four episodes of clever. Don't you wonder where the show is going? aren't you aren't you curious about the mystery and i said yes and they said you idiot how could you like uh real talk uh to to you and to any of our uh listeners uh, just watch legion instead don't i've heard good things about that dude Um, legion is like if wandavision didn't suck okay i don't know anything about it other than that people say it's good uh legion is in the marvel comics and I, I won't spoil everything for you he is a mutant with uh nigh ultimately nigh omnipotence uh but he's got a problem where he has a, a multiple personality thing going on they do a better job of explaining it it's not hokey oh he's got a split personality he's he's got a serious issue where there are multiple brains in his head doing no small part to the fact that he's the world's most powerful telepath I, and it, you, you know how the first four episodes of WandaVision were sort of clever and weird? This is that the whole time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, understand. I, I didn't mind them breaking out of that, though. I actually liked, I think, one or two more episodes than you did. I kind of liked when they pulled the veil back and confirmed like our suspicions. I just think that once they did that, that's when it became mm-hmm. generic Marvel. Like oh yeah, I'm yeah. fucking magical and you're magical. Even the kids we're were the same. With the kids were the, the kids were the same as fucking. I think that whole show really suffered from that. The kids were the same as Captain Marvel, where it's just like the kids are sort of vaguely super. Then suddenly they're just fine. And then Vision has that shitty line where he's like, "You were born for this, kids," and they fucking kick ass or whatever. They were, and, though. and then they're oh my god. I mean, I guess. But and then like the culmination <laughs> of shitty Marvel unearned badass moments is when fucking shitty unearned Captain Marvel comes in to shitty unearned children and the guy's like shooting bullets and they all do a bunch of dumb shitty unearned superhero shit and then they both shittily unearnedly look at each other and they both say nice shitty unearned moves and the other one says yeah I also liked your nice shitty unearned moves and I'm just like this is the dumbest fucking scene it is like the fucking encapsulation of all of Marvel's like I, I don't they always do that and I understand we're watching movies about superheroes and I don't think every superhero needs an origin story right like some superheroes if they just show up in their bat like it would have been better if it was just like this is the new Captain Marvel and you missed something 
and like she just is a badass now i'd be like all right cool I, no problem but because they're trying to like set it up they, they don't I, I think iron man was a really great one the first iron man because he, he spends 90 percent of the movie fucking in a cave in a shitty fucking suit that sucks like mm-hmm. that's why the first iron man movie was good because they did do an origin story and they did spend enough time of him being like shitty like crappy hump along whatever but like sometimes they try to set up an origin story and in my opinion they just super duper duper do not appropriately like earn any part of it and and more often than not they do that in my opinion i i hard disagree about monica man yeah i I don't know i don't know that i can bring you around but she was bad i didn't not okay so let me let me clarify i don't think she was bad as a character as a human Mm -hmm. Um, it was once she started being super duper, I was just like, you're mm-hmm. dumb and I hate you. She's when she just, was spectrum or whatever. She's yeah. just instantly like, yeah, I actually, I actually didn't dislike her at all when she was like a normal person. Like I actually thought her going into the hex coming out, mm-hmm. her being the link to like, what is the hex and her kind of understanding more than other people and being like the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The exposition building block mm-hmm. I thought was pretty mm-hmm. well done, but then it was like five seconds later. Kat Dennings is like, brr, computer things. I've seen your DNA. And she's like, ah, whatever. And then like, she's a superhero. I'm just like, okay. Well, it was a bigger deal. Why isn't Kat Dennings a fucking superhero? Why the fuck isn't Kat Dennings a goddamn fucking Captain America? Because she went in once instead of twice? Fuck, fuck, that's fucking so odd. Like, there is no, But they they tell you explicitly that's how it works. I don't care. That's dumb. (laughs) Like, you're, that's dumb. Them saying explicitly that's how it works makes it more dumb and more annoying. Like it does. Oh God, it's no, it's really bad. Yeah, okay, you cannot I, bring for me your sake, that. for your sake, I hope that they do a little short, uh, a little. It, it could be an animated short where Cat Dennings explains the exact science of how uh, Monica's DNA got warped. I, I hope that they do that. <laughs> that, in, wouldn't do, in, that, that wouldn't do it. That wouldn't do it. No detail. You're missing. No, it's not about the detail. No, no, no. Specifically, I want them to. It's about. <laughs> it's about. It's about the time, and that. Transformation yeah, it's a half hour dedicated to it. Rel- God. The, the level of power you get relative to the amount of time, relative to how well they've built up the effect, are all things that go into this. So if they had properly explained that the Hex was this crazy thing that we couldn't possibly understand, and that maybe she got like really lucky, or that she resonated with the Hex, or there was some maybe then I could have dealt with the short amount. But like, my problem is this is like a fucking perfect storm of narrative shit where it's not only do they not explain the thing, not only do they not take enough time, not only do they not give us, in my opinion, anything that makes this character's journey through the hex look like a thing that should transform them. It's like all of those things are happening. It's not just each one individually. Like, so they could have also made the whole show. Okay. Let me, let me, let's walk it back this way. Let's say the whole show remained weird and campy. I think a way better way to have done that is if she like became uh, Captain America in some weird campy way within the show, within the show. I would have bought that a thousand times better if they had just been like, oh no, this episode because I touch, I touch some weird like toxic substance and it was like a fucking joke on like how quickly that happens to like Spider-Man or whatever the fuck. And then in the real world, she really was that. I would have been like, oh, that's cool. That fits with like the way the show is doing it. But in canon explanation for it. Yeah, but they they, they didn't. So like they they botched the meta canon. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I, I just 
I don't think it was handled well. And I and I have a I think for me personally, I have a serious problem with ultra cool moments that are just not at all earned. They do it in like uh, Wolverine Origins. That movie's so awful. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't, you can't, like I hated uh, WandaVision, but I think it's a little bit unfair to compare it to Wolverine Origins. Oh, I don't think it's anywhere near that bad as a movie, (laughs) but I'm saying like, it's the same, it's the same trope issue where they're like, here's like a new guy and he has this power to do a thing. And you're like, okay, cool. There's like a degree of that I can accept. And then suddenly it's just like way more badass than it should be based on like what we know about this character. Like I, it, it's hard to put exactly into words the best way to do it, but you know when you see like the authenticity of earning a narrative arc and when you don't. And I just did not, yeah. And it, you could be right about me missing out on the first Captain Marvel movie, but man, I don't know. I don't. I didn't see anything about her mom appearing in the 30 seconds she ran through the field and became a superhero. I didn't see anything about that. It was a very touching moment. I, I was all, I was verklempt. Yeah, I don't know, man. Let's yeah, touch and go there for a second. Why was it? Why was it? Why? Because you saw her mom's face for a second, and that. What you remember when you remember when she woke up from having been snapped, and then she's like, "Hey, where's my mom?" Yeah, that was good. She died of cancer. Yeah, Yeah. that was good. Yeah, that. I don't know. That's sad. (laughs) It is sad, but why is she a superhero? I don't understand why she can. Because she accepted her grief, unlike Wanda, who didn't, and made children and a new husband. Why does that? you a superhero i don't understand why that makes you a superhero at all they could have even said like she already they could have just said she was born as fucking captain marvel and i would have liked that better they could have been like you've always been captain marvel and it just now appeared because you ran through the thing and because it stressed you and now like that response made this thing that was already in you like happen i would have been fine with that but the fact that like somehow running through a weird field that other people go through and don't become superheroes Makes her a superhero, and it and then it does it in like two seconds. I oh god, I can't. I'm well, sorry, okay, I can't. It's awful. Here, I've, I've got, I've got a, I've got an explanation for you that that I hope will help resolve this this whole problem. Did you know that uh, the episode where she walked through the field took place on December twenty first of twenty twenty? What? No, what? I don't. I, yeah. That's the day. Oh uh, the the prophesied day where uh, black people's DNA would be unlocked, and because what? she was walking through the hex at the what? same time as as uh, her, uh, you you don't remember this? What are you doing? <laughs> no, you don't I don't remember this at all. Okay, uh, there's this lady uh, last what? year, uh, tail end of black year, talking about uh, quote this this is the <laughs> actual thing that was said. As black people, genetically, we are stronger and smarter than everyone else. We are more creative. On December 21st, our real DNA will be unlocked, and majority will be able to do things that we thought were fiction. Learn who you are as people. They want to make us average. That was said December 5th of last year, and everyone lost their fucking minds talking about the, the superpowers they were fixing to get on December 21st. Man. Now you know. It took place on December 21st, and that's how she got her powers. I, I hope that that yeah, that's it. It's, no, it's Monica it, Rambo's uh, emotional labor more palatable. It's good now. It's good, good now. I'm, <laughs> good help. It's my favorite. It's my favorite superhero. <laughs> Everything's good. Huge Spectrum fan. You got a tattoo. <laughs> I don't even know that I'll have a problem. I mean, I'll just this will just be a shitty backstory. Sure. Like the Captain Marvel movie could still be good. I, like I said, I like I liked her as a character well enough. I mean, we'll see. But I don't know. They just they do shit like that in Marvel all the time. Like, and it just it it it. It annoys me greatly because I don't I feel like if you can't have a good setup, 
you should just not have one. And then I'll have no problem being like, oh, of course, Christian Bale is Batman or whatever the fuck. Like, he just, he's just, he's just Batman. That's what I have to accept for this movie. Like, she just is Captain Marvel. Fine. That's fine. Oh, I see. You just wanted it lumped in with the initial willing suspension of disbelief. If they can't do it well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know. Because I, I, I'm really, uh, Alex, I can't, I don't know. We can't, I don't think we can agree there. I will, I will watch I, I WandaVision again after, <laughs> don't, after, don't watch Legion, after, don't watch WandaVision. After watching Captain Marvel, and I'm pretty certain I will still feel the same way, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway. WandaVision could have been good. I don't I don't totally demonize it. It is not the worst Marvel thing I've seen. It's the worst Marvel thing I've seen. It's worse really? than Thor 2. Yeah. No! No! Yeah, no! Literally, literally not possible yeah. to be worse than the first no, Thor. No, because I, I had fun watching Dark World. Oh no. I did not have fun Alex. with WandaVision. It was it was two months of every week they were like, aren't we clever? And then it was a dick joke. Dun, 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 dun. That's it. It's over. Go home. I can't. There is Thor, Thor Two Dark World had uh, 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 what's his face uh, the Ninth uh, Doctor uh, Christopher Eccleston. So I don't know. Did WandaVision have Christopher Eccleston? Alex, you're a lost yes, cause. Well, I can't. No, WandaVision Nothing is the lost is as cause. as bad as the first Thor movies. <laughs> no, not Nothing. the first. The second. Nothing is as bad. <laughs> Oh God! I have to introduce a new tier. If if Thor two was D tier, then this is F tier. I have to go. Oh, I have no. to redo it's the Marvel so tier list. It's so much better than that. Thor tier. No. Thor two is like F, and this is like a C minus. Nah. Oh man. Nah. I. It was not that bad. <laughs> it was just generic know, Marvel man. bad. <laughs> well, anyway, Alex and I have. Agreed to disagree on basically everything about WandaVision, um, except that we didn't like it very much. Um, <laughs> I suppose that is our podcast for this week. We did the best we could. We're so sorry. We tried. We tried. Uh, anyway, I have been Metal Music Man. And I've been Professor Lex. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.